Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob has a podcast. And now here's the guy who's ready to bring you another mad, exquisite recap of Big Brother. I'm Rob Sisternino. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Eviction Night uh, once again here on a Thursday as Daddy has left the building. Cam (laughs) is gone again from the Big Brother house. This time it will stick. And here to talk about it, we've got another great panel we're very excited to be back here with a man who uh, won't have to talk about daddy anymore. It's Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you? Daddy left again, Rob. Yes. <laughs> he's gone. But, uh, may I say, you look exquisite. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, okay. All right. I know how this is going to go. Okay. Uh, excited to be back here with Amon Adwin. Amon, how are you? I'm exquisite. Rob, you look exquisite. Taryn, you look exquisite. Exquisite. Chantel, you also look exquisite. We're all exquisite. Yes, baby. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. And then back with us once again, the great Chantel Francis. Uh, Chantel, how are you? I'm doing well. And Rob, you look good. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> all right. Uh, so there were some fun moments uh, in this episode, but ultimately we got the veto ceremony, but not the HOH. Maybe the headline might ultimately be, we'll get a secret HOH later on tonight. So that, I think that will also give us some information about the competition and what it will be. Sounds like no slip and slide for the HOH, Taryn. Yay. Yeah, no slip inside. They're uh, they're really kicking themselves. And you know what? I'm kicking myself too because all that means is that they're going to plan for it next week. Mm. Again. <laughs> oh, and they're just going to talk about it over and over and over again some more. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about that and the ramifications and everything else from tonight's episode. Get your questions in. It'd be a good night for questions from the chat as uh, we break down everything heading into uh, the final 30 days and less of uh, Big Brother 
25. All right. So yeah. Um, ultimately like, uh, it was the goodbye for cam Chantel. A eulogy for Cam? <laughs> I mean, I, I was already set when he went, went home the first time. I was always like, yay, okay, the game has shifted. It's going to be great. Things are going to change. And then he came back and now he's finally gone. So I feel like, I feel like you know, what Final Destination happened, took him out of the game for real this time. And we can see how this end game is actually going to play out. So I'm happy about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do think that it is pretty interesting, Taryn, that we're going to get this secret HOH with nominations, you know, shades of the hacker twist where, okay, we're not going to know who the HOH is, but then I think it might be pretty easy to tell who the HOH is based off of the nominations uh, that we get, whether it's uh, Matt and Jack or Corey in America. I guess it could be the one of the people in the middle uh, that could do something different, but do you think that this will be uh, a good spot for a secret HOH? It's hard to say. I, I will say this. Normally, when a twist is announced, I am I just hang my head in shame. I scream <laughs> at the universe uh, because everybody in their right mind would be able to see how terrible of an idea it is and how it's going to ruin everything. And that possibility exists. This could ruin everything. This is a, is a weird week for an invisible HOH because uh, it's basically a week where everybody was like mustering up the courage to finally do something. Um, like, man, a move needs to be made, but I don't have to make it. Um, and so uh, over the course of the week, they were starting to get to the point where they're like, I think I, I think we just have to. I think we might just have to take the shot and them having to reconcile that was going to be a big part of the drama, I think, of next week. Um, so now this is like, I think they're all going to be extremely happy that it's an invisible HOH. Like, this is a twist that's going to make the house guests very pleased um, yes. because it gives them what they want, which is normally not what you want to do. But there are ways that this could work out. Uh, it, it could open up some people who might have backed off on making a big move to, to convince them to make a big move and then get caught anyway, because they always do. Um, and, uh, and there are different combinations of like HOH and confidant that could really like make this week, you know, exciting. And it, and it really could end up being a good thing. So I'm still kind of like mostly net negative on this, but like it could work out. It actually could. And that's like, that's pretty high praise. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty good. Aman, what do you think? I mean, the only person that I'm, like, interested in seeing win this would be um, Bowie. But I don't know if she's eligible. Well, they she's say not, right? Not she's eligible. She, I don't think she would be. We'll see. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, I feel like she should be because if it's supposed to be an anonymous HOH, then that means that everyone in my mind should be eligible to win. So that she's the only person that I'm like, oh. Yeah. She could use the power of anonymity very well because she can do whatever the hell that she wants. Everyone else, I feel like it's going to be very easy to tell, okay, this person is obviously well, HOH because these two people are on the block. I think there's so. three interesting outcomes in the HOH, and I think it's Blue, Suri, and Felicia. And they're the people that maybe you might not expect to be the HOH, and if they make nominations, they're going to be the one that nobody's going to believe that those are their nominations if they end up uh, nominating one of the pairs. Uh, people will just assume it was them. And so, they will blame it on court. <laughs> yeah. And, and I also wonder if this will be an HOH to win where you can play in the HOH next week. If it's truly anonymous, this might be a great HOH to win. I mean, for I mean, if Suri, if Suri was ever going to win an <laughs> HOH here and then be able to play do, again. Yeah, do, to do to do uh, put up her nominations that she wanted and nobody would know and nobody would suspect her. I mean, wow. That would be yeah, that's like I, the that's ultimate the crime. Yeah. That's I the upside like is one of if, them. I feel wins. like if Suri wins, she just puts up Corey in America. And I feel like they oh, don't no. really know that it's her. No, she's doing no, Jack. She would, she'd put Matt, Matt and Jack. Under and, anonymity, though. Yeah, especially. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. And never be well, made like, a Corey. I'm hoping if it's like the BB Canada competition where they had to just like count dropping rocks like that, like equalizes the playing field. You don't have to yeah. be super athletic to do it. And she very well could win um, a competition okay. like that. Well, Taryn, what do you think could be the nature of a competition that they would decide a secret HOH with? 
a best case scenario is something like the rock counting. So if you haven't watched Big Brother Canada, first of all, Big Brother US is completely plagiarizing Big Brother Canada, <laughs> with this, including the invisible HOH moniker. Um, but second, with the first time they did this, it was a competition where they were all in booths and they were counting by pressing the button every time to, to add the number, uh, just rocks falling from a thing. Um, and the person who won, won an anonymously because nobody knew what number you would, everybody else had put in. Um, and that's a great way to do this because they're all competing, but they're all secretly competing. Yeah. The alternative way to do this is to just run a timed individual competition, which would suck uh, because those are boring to watch and it would heavily favor Matt and Jack, I would imagine. See, I think that is what they're going to do. If I had to guess which one it's going to be, I think it's going to be the one where it's like changing the clothes and you have to like be pushing the three buttons and they've done it in like a bunch of these different seasons where, okay, keep your buttons closed and then uh, then change from one outfit into another. And then um, I'm not sure necessarily who that ultimately favors, but I feel like that's one that they could do like one at a time. I feel like it was in Celebrity Big Brother. They did it one at a time and uh, it was like they were in like ski clothes. Mm -hmm. Well, I think though, if we look at what Sari was wearing, if they're expecting the competition to be right after the eviction, she was wearing running shoes with her dress. So that seems that like maybe they had some intel. It's going to be a quiz type thing or something where they're knocked out to be super athletic because she wasn't wearing full on athletic gear, but she was wearing running shoes. So I feel like it's standing somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't know. I'm sure it'll uh, take place. What sometime tonight, Taryn, they'll be uh, going into that now and then we'll get feedback like late night tonight. I would imagine if it is individual, then I wouldn't expect feeds for a while. Right. And then also the house probably also won't, unless people are like telling each other, okay, who the HOH is in like a pair, like America and Corey or a Matt and Jag, uh, we may not even know who the HOH actually is. Well, my, my biggest fear is that how they handled Path to Power is that they just cut the feeds anytime anybody referenced the power um, and they tried their best to hide any conversation Matt had with anybody about the power and what he might do with it. So worst case scenario is that they try to do that with Invisible HOH as well. And they just like, they just full on cut the feeds when everyone, when anyone is talking about it or talking about nominations. Um, excepting for that though, like, I think that most people would tell somebody um, Suri mm -hmm. might not. She's one of the only people I think would like Corey would tell America. America would tell Corey. Matt and Jag would tell each other. Maybe Matt would keep it to himself, but probably not. He didn't last time. Mm -hmm. uh, Blue would probably tell Suri. Um, Felicia would probably tell Suri. So I, I do think that most people would would tell someone and that we would find out. It's just a matter of will they show us. Yeah. Um, this is from the chat. Uh, this is from Somnus90. Changing costume comp does fit the comic theme. It could be like, uh, you know, go into a phone booth and then uh, change into your superhero costume. I could definitely see that being a way that they try to do that. What the hell was the thing in the HOH room? Like some... Maybe it's the beginning of the falling rocks, right? Like <laughs> some, falling planets and some, kryptonite. Me and meteorite, kryptonite falling. Exactly. Into the fortress yeah, of solitude. Think it's like something like falls to the earth. We all they all touch it and they get, you know, some type of like power, power. access or like something that like absorbs them into the next competition. That's what yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Now the chat is also talking about the double veto. Was that also part of the uh, superhero week? Yeah, Julie said that they'd be seeing double in the veto competition, which yeah. implies some sort of double veto. If there were actually two vetoes, that would be really absurd because that would mean <laughs> that up to four people are immune uh, with one eight. person as the HOH. <laughs> like that basically leaves uh, like which almost Which is exactly what's going to happen because Big Brother is absurd. So, you know. But why would they do this? Why do they do anything? <laughs> it's going to be like four, like two people yeah. are going to get saved off of the block for sure. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, yeah, I think that that's also important. It's something that we haven't touched on is that uh, the Tuesday night episode for no reason, I believe, is 90 minutes uh, coming up this week. So I don't know if a double veto is the way that we are going to be filling this 90 minute time slot. And that is something that we still is, uh, don't know enough about yet at this time, but 
Plan accordingly. Tuesday night's episode is going to be a 90-minute episode of Big Brother. Uh, Big Brother wants to jump in on the fun of 90-minute episodes with Big Brother, I'm sorry, with Survivor and the Amazing Race. Maybe there's going to be yeah. some sort of concert or or it's going to be a clip show with a concert or something like that. on. <laughs> oh, <Tuesday>. OK. <laughs> All right. Sounds it'll good. Be a, it'll be an extra long double veto competition. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. This is uh, from the chat. Macasaurus is the only other final eight with two vetoes was Dan's funeral week. <laughs> Could be set up for some uh, for some excitement. OK. All right. Um, let's talk through, uh, the, uh, departure of Cam here in this episode. Uh, we got to see Cam a little hurt with everything that was going on. Uh, we saw him go to Bowie Jane on the Tuesday night episode and then ultimately end up on the block. Uh, he was very upset with this decision. Bowie, Bowie, Bowie. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. You don't owe me a thing in the world. What okay. you have shown today is your character. Yeah. Comic character? Poor Cameron. He just doesn't he just doesn't get it. He, he just he doesn't realize how he rubs people the wrong way. And like, you know, yes, it but it would hurt. It would suck to have like who someone that who you thought was your ally and that you're gonna take to the final two with, and she decides to put you up on the blog, but you still have a shot of going home, like or staying in the game and not going home. And so the fact that he immediately kind of attacks her and makes her feel bad, it just kind of Made her feel like, okay, I'm glad I did this because he's not even being nice to me in this moment. But so. Chantal, he got stabbed in the back. That's it true. Too, Bowie Tay. It too, Jack. It too, Are Bowie you, Tay. You skipped the best part. What was it? That's Shakespeare for you guys. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I feel like Cameron is sort of like of the same opinion that I was of Bowie originally, whereas like I don't feel like she really is that much of a player in the game. And so when someone that you deem as a non-threat, so much so that they're like a constant ally in your eyes, whenever they put you on the block, you're like, oh, what the hell? Now you want to do something about it? So like, I I get him in that sense, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> girl, you have been winning the majority of the competition in this season. In what world does someone not put you up when they have the chance? Like it's, you know, it's a foregone conclusion for you. Like, bye. Like, so. A2 Amante. <laughs> it is what it is. He was mm -hmm. just fulfilling the Frank prophecy. Speaking of the Dan funeral week, like, uh, you're on the block every week that you don't win safety and you get evicted once and then you finally get evicted again on OTEV week. Mm hmm. Yep. The famous mm -hmm. prophecy for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, meanwhile, you know, Cam is working on trying to stay in the house uh, that he's going to different people. Nobody really wants to hear him. Uh, we see him with Blue. We see him with Corey. Uh, nobody's uh, super into it. He makes a little bit of progress with Sari, who then uh, delivers his message to Blue. And things, uh, the message is a little bit better received. Not that anybody's going to change what they're doing. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, he yeah, he gets through to Sari, who's the other person on the block. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, wasn't exactly progress was... in the him staying direction. More so, progress in the uh, just doing anything direction. Okay, yeah, all right. It was a interesting tactic. <laughs> now we also got a little bit from Cam uh, talking about how that his hero is none other <laughs> than Kevin Costner. And boy, just Kevin, Kevin Costner is just, he loves all of his, watches all of his movies. He loves Kevin Costner. Maybe Kevin Costner might even be watching Big Brother. Who the hell is <laughs> Kevin Costner? <laughs> if only they knew what Kevin Costner was doing to our Sunday night schedules. Yeah. Wait, how, right. how, how old is Corey again? He's 21. 22. 22. Yeah. He's turned. Mm -hmm. So he's a he's Gen Z for sure. Mm -hmm. Does the majority of Gen Z not know who Kevin Costner is? Because I can generally know who Kevin Costner is. Yes, as a person born in 1994. Yes, have so you like, seen him I'm in like, anything? Just the Water World, Water World. <laughs> yeah, Water yeah, World. I guess, you know, he kind of uh, makes 
he's been famous forever, Kevin mm -hmm. Costner. Probably like 40, 40, 40 years of making movies. But he doesn't really make any, like, he's not, like, the voice of any animated characters. Like, he doesn't, he hasn't made a movie for a young person <laughs> in a okay. very long voice time. voice of an animated also. character is the bar you need to clear to get to Zed. <laughs> I think so. I think so. What animated character did he voice? He did it. He did it, he did it is what I'm saying. Is what I'm saying. I don't, he, I don't think he ever has, oh. like, uh, you know. He is like uh, that he's popular with a certain audience and he's making stuff for that audience. He's popular in the, the dad core audience. And that is exactly where Cameron resides. Mm -hmm. I mean, Yellowstone is the perfect example of that. Yeah. Okay. And okay. of course, Yellowstone airs now on uh, CBS. I'm CBS. definitely seeing some responses from uh, the chat of people uh, of a certain age that I have no idea about uh, who Kevin Costner is. Wasn't he Robin Hood as well? He was Robin Hood, Prince mm -hmm. of Thieves. But I think that movie is like from 1991. Yeah, so I think but I, I, of course I'm he's a Dances with Wolves guy too. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, everything about him. Movie, though, but that's totally his his yeah. vibes mo. Yeah. Okay. So that was hilarious. But then here comes Miss Felicia, who of course oh. famously got ID'd as being the Felicia Washington. So, yeah, yeah, the sister of Denzel Washington or the cousin of Denzel Washington uh, mm. by Cam. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, this is what she had to say. Kevin Costner ain't watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say that her being the, the yeah. star and, of the and sequel. Then, yes, and then she talked about mm -hmm, that she mm -hmm. would uh, play the Whitney Houston character in The Bodyguard 2. I, I, I love I'd that. love to see it. I wonder if, what's her song going to be. Honestly, I love that. The fact that she's like, <laughs> Cameron, Kevin's not watching this. But if he is, um, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, I'm available for the ingenue in whatever movie you're playing next. Like, you know what? Shoot your shot, Felicia. I would love to see Kevin Cosner and Felicia Cannon in a film together. But I imagine she it. has a voice I mean, like Whitney Houston. Like, that would be mm -hmm. amazing. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. <laughs> she, she ate. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it would be incredible. Yeah. The big brother bodyguard. Yeah. I want to see it right I, now. Could you imagine being Kevin Costner and then uh, you get the sort of the word like, hey, Kevin, you're trending on Twitter tonight. <laughs> He'd be like, who, what? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I, he, that's that's probably just a, a, a Tuesday for him. You know, like, <laughs> does he trend that often? I think that he's more often than not. I think he's trending because of uh, his uh, divorce. I think. Oof. He's in a lot of. Oh my god, I'm learning a lot about Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, today. I think he does have like a lot of like uh, drama these days between uh, the, both his uh, divorce and and, and then also uh, and then also that he has a lot of drama with like being on like he doesn't want to go to Yellowstone anymore. Like the place or the show? I think that that he wants to get paid. I don't think he wants to make any more episodes of uh, of the uh, Yellowstone. I didn't even realize that he was in Yellowstone. Yellowstone is getting a lot of views <laughs> right now. He's the Yellowstone, like or whatever, like the the main character. He's the main character the of Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellow, uh -huh. so Yellowstone aired on the Paramount Network for uh, many seasons, and then found like a whole second life on streaming. And then during the writers' strike and actors' strike, uh, it's now the staple of the CBS lineup now, uh, airing on Sunday nights to an audience that maybe never saw it so there was a lot of synergy in between uh kevin costner being on the show and then kevin costner being the face of cbs sunday nights you what if the diary room was kind of pushing him to say this being like hey we need to get some more kevin i think costner. that the producer some, said some, like hey this is great yeah this is great cross promotion for uh the show hey the one from one space cowboy to another and you know what? Everybody needs a check. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but it was it was uh, one of the funny moments in uh, in the show. Then we're all in on Comerica now, Taryn. Uh, no. AmeriCorps, AmeriCorps is is uh, is DOA now. I think. No, it's not because they can't even get it right. They're now saying Core America. <laughs> I don't think Which that. sounds like like an education plan. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not an education plan. Taryn, take that back. That's so mean. Okay. <laughs> I feel no like Corey left behind. <laughs> whenever you're doing a portmanteau of 
two people. It has to be. You have to blend the words. Yeah. America means Americori. Absolutely. Okay? Mm-hmm. There is no Cormeric. That Cormerica is your 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 mashing. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Blend the words. But Comerica got said like thirty times tonight. Propaganda. Listen, they also tried America. to make Mickey happen. Do we call the winner of 21 Mickey? No. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. We call him Jackson. Okay. I mean, can we call it Comerica, also known as Americori? No. Americori just feels better to say, you know, Americori. Yes. Mm-hmm. Americori. Ameri- it just, Americori. It, it just rolls off your fucking tongue. Oh, excuse me. It just rolls <laughs> off your tongue. So like much a, Like a washing Americori. machine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, look, I'm an Americori guy, but I just feel like that we're losing sure? the war here. Wrong. I don't know. I think <laughs> you're a Comerica person. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But so this was then one of the funnier things to happen on a Big Brother eviction that I can remember where that, you know, we had our speeches and uh, even, you know, uh, you know, Cam, I thought was a good sport in the speeches. He said, uh, if you keep me, I'll be loyal. I'll throw all the comps. Uh, just keep me. But then he said he like was the one who got it. Uh, I didn't notice if Sari said it, but Sari kicked it off. So yeah. Sari kicked it up. I didn't notice anything. And then I thought it was like kind of weird, like where Cam was like, Julie, you look exquisite tonight. Um, <laughs> and especially on a night which was tonight where Julie was probably more understated than she's uh, almost ever been on the live show. It, this this was a throwback to like early days of Big Brother where she'd show up in jeans. I, it was nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, all right, I was like, this is weird that, uh, you know, of all the nights that Cam is talking about just how exquisite Julie looks. And then everybody goes into the diary room one at a time to start going through... Uh, exquisite. And then, uh, so Matt go, goes in, then Blue says it, and now, okay. She says exclude, uh, uh, she's, exquisite. Yeah, she, she tripped over it. Uh, <laughs> Leave it alone. And, but then by the time we get to Felicia going into the diary room, like it's high comedy at this point, uh, where Felicia is breaking when she does it. Jag comes in, <laughs> says that Julie looks mad exquisite, uh, which I don't think has ever been said before in the English no. language. Yeah. No. Uh, and then we got to, and I have to give it to Julie, that we talk about the Chenbot and, you know, there's no programming in my ear. She was in her bag tonight on the fly. Yeah. Here she is with America. Hi, America. You look exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Julie was great. No, Julie be knowing. Julie be knowing when she chooses to be knowing. Like, she will, like, you know, give us a little something-something every now and then, a little dash of personality. So I was not, uh, I was not, I was not um, unpleased with this interaction tonight. And as much as, like, Corey kind of ruined it for me, I still kind of, like, feel... No, this was funny, too. This was funny, too. All right, here's the, and then, and then Corey comes in. Hi, Corey. Let me guess. How do I look? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The comedic value in it was exquisite. He had the pregnant pause. But I still wish that he just would have said exquisite. That's why he lied about it, because of people like Amon. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So then... Yeah. All right. So let's talk about that. Okay. So then after the whole eviction happens and we listen in on the house guests, they're talking about it. And then here's Corey with, and he lies to the house. So let me guess what word you're going to use to describe me. I go an un- unbearably exquisite. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Why do you have to lie? I don't get it. Because of because of Amon, because there would have been an Amon there being like Corey, you messed it up. You think Aww. that they would the house would have turned on him like oh, Evan, Corey. He God. knows the social pressure of having to say exquisite, but he doesn't want to do it because it's a fucking excuse me. He's a contrarian <laughs> by nature. Like mm-hmm. he just that's just who he is. So like he just had to just you know be different, and it's fine. It's fine. 
but being yeah. exquisite would have been better. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it was great what he did. Like, that was a great punchline to the whole thing where he's like, yeah, and then Julie, because you guys all it did was. it, it asked me, oh, Corey, are you going to say that I'm exquisite? And I said, it was. It, it was no, funny. you're good. <laughs> it was it was even funnier that he lies about it right after. <laughs> on the, live, they, the fact that they like, happened what? to catch that moment on the live show is just fantastic. <laughs> okay, all right. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams. And come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's talk about Cam going out from uh, the house tonight. I mean, I, I thought that maybe we might see kind of bitter Cam, uh, but I think uh, he took his lumps here pretty well tonight. Didn't yeah, tell I off mean, anybody yeah. going out of the house. Well, yeah, I mean, like, he was already evicted once, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's got practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't snub anybody on the way out the door, so. Yeah, blame, taking all the blame on himself. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, okay. You know, so uh, that he took it pretty well. Uh, he gets out with Julie and um, thought he had some like non answers, Taryn. I think that he uh, like yeah. kind of was just like a little bit spinning, didn't really want to say anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that like he goes, I, I, I liked that he was because listen, like uh, Cam's given us plenty in the house in terms of like deflecting blame and acting like uh, he's he the messiah. All. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was like weirdly more surprising and like engaging to see him do the opposite of that in the interview. Um, and so him being like, that no, was my fault. Who do you blame the most? Me. Um, it was like kind of interesting and, and I appreciated it. Uh, I think the mistake was that Julie brought up red and the second you bring up red to cam, uh, you're getting a five minute spiel about, uh, you know, I don't, I don't even know what I did to red. Uh, and so that, that just took us way off the rails. Yeah. Um, we got to, uh, he talked about how that he messed things up and he said the wrong thing. Uh, and he does recognize that about his paranoia with, with Bowie, uh, was a big factor. They said, uh, who do you feel most betrayed by? 
And the person is himself. It's to the point where it was almost like he wasn't giving credit to anyone for getting himself out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true, though. He should blame himself. What I was really looking for, and she's like, what would you have done differently, was like, uh, I don't know, maybe on day like six, I shouldn't have ratted out my entire alliance mm -hmm. and gotten myself up on the block next to Riley. He's afraid of commitment. What was his answer to though? Listening to to Sari was that his answer? They said, um, "If you could uh, play this all over again, what would you do?" Uh, he said he would change a lot of things, uh, but he would take some serious words of wisdom from Sari, uh, yeah. who said, okay, so yeah. "Remember, you don't always have to tell someone what you think of someone else." I enjoy that answer because that means that Sari's social influence is still social influencing. So <laughs> mm -hmm. it's yeah. a good answer, but the I think my my issue with it for Cam is that Cam never had to say what he felt about somebody because oh, no. he always made it clear with how he acted toward them, yeah, uh, which is why he his struggled hair would so much say it ahead of time. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I'm like I you know yeah I I agree with that entirely, but I'm just like whoo, girl, if there's one person that you're going to take cues from. Let it be her. <laughs> yeah. It does seem like that Cam is a surefire vote for Sari. Uh, should uh, that Sari make it to the final two? Mm -hmm. And also, can so. comply at least. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like it's different, Taryn? It could be different. I mean, he basically told Jag, like, I want to vote for you. Just give me anything. And then Jag didn't really give him anything. So who knows? But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, he's also going to be the four person of the jury. Do we think that does that hold any weight on Big Brother like it does on Survivor? I don't know with Cam. Not usually. Not not too much. I don't think I think it's too you're in there for too long. But this is a fairly short period of time. So mm -hmm. it might mean more. But yeah. it's also Cam. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, he did not get yeah. any goodbye messages, which I thought was unusual. I think I know why. Yes. No why? time in the episode? No, we had, uh, we had nothing but time. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. No, I, I think <laughs> I know why. So Cam had a conversation with America yesterday where he said, uh, please, I have one thing to ask. I'm so sorry for everything. I just have one thing to ask you. Please give me a nice goodbye message. Don't be mean to me in my goodbye message. Um, and I felt like he was asking that because he didn't want a mean goodbye message on the show to show how much people don't actually like him in the house, mm -hmm. uh, because they can edit segments all they want. But if the goodbye messages, uh, goodbye messages are all scathing to a jury member, uh, then like it, it, it's a hint at his true colors to the casuals who view him as, as like the golden child. But would uh, people leave a scathing uh, message to a jury member? And so I think that the jury message, the goodbye messages, they were all too mean. And they all referenced like bad things about Cam that they didn't want to show on the episode. See, I mean, do you think it's that? Could it also be that they were just so like, he was like, hey, don't trash me in the goodbye messages. And the goodbye messages were like, Cam, like you're a nice guy. You're like, it was just like super boring. And that the producers were like, this is nothing. No, I don't think anybody I, has the the like stomach to say that in their goodbye message. I know I, I I agree with you, Taryn. I feel like it's yeah. They they I think that the goodbye messages that were left were sort of like. But skating. why wouldn't they show? Why wouldn't they? I think they would show that. I think that no, they would they want that in the show. Uh, Rob, they have been going so far out of their way to protect Cam in the edit. Mm -hmm. Like That's weird. going That's so weird. far out of their way to not show tons of entertaining know, content. They have nothing in this episode. Whoa, like they, this episode was <laughs> could, have been, like could have been an email. <laughs> like I, I feel like that they they That's would kill they like for some uh, juicy content. They, you could, you could like, they went in on Jared. They, they were like, we'll, we'll tank Jared all we want. They mm -hmm. did not do that with Cam. You can tell because when somebody starts to like, when somebody who's not very well liked by the house and by a good portion of the, the like feed fan base, uh, usually they're still being protected up until the point where the producers realize they're not going to win this game. And then they tank them in the edit. That never happened with Cam. Uh, they have again, gone out of their way to make Cam look smarter, uh, better at the game, nicer, more of a stand-up guy. He's talked about, like, I just had the 
best diary room session, guys. I can't wait till I get out of this house. There's going to be so many opportunities for me. Like he's clearly had conversations with them about like how he's going to be on other shows. Like they are all in on cam and they are not yeah. going to ruin that for one episode. And I think also like he his his daughter and not wanting to maybe have him or her see him in a bad light, I think could also be playing a part in that. Cause he, he definitely in his like exit was kind of saying like, you know, I'm doing this for you, Stevie. Well, they, yeah. they wouldn't care about his <laughs> Yeah. <daughter>. You don't <laughs> think? What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> I mean Scott in the chat says Zingbot called him an effing tool only uh, yeah, on Tuesday that was, Night like, Show. The weakest. And then, and they all said, and they all said, yeah, no, he definitely is a tool. Tool? Uh, not so bad. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, well, Zingbot's gonna trash everybody, but I feel like I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like you know, they definitely have not. They, they were gearing up for the possible narrative of a game out for him, like just being able to like comp his way to the end and like getting mm -hmm. you know all of the you know the the, the comp prowess. And that didn't happen, so now he's out. But I feel like they wanted to be able to like leave the lane open for him to be sort of like you know this this Holloway, if you will. So mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just I, uh, I, I just that my hesitation with this is that like never before in the history of the show has there been a person where and 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 look, you all like are watching the feeds like way more than than I am, but that they couldn't have taken like a ten second clip of like Cam, you were fun. And just have that in there that they got in there. They just all just roasted him for five minutes and they didn't have anything usable. I mean, well, to your defense, Rob, they do typically do hear on the feeds about how they say um, they do like they film two goodbye messages. One is supposed to be a nicer one and one is supposed to be a nastier one. So like, yeah, maybe there was some like a, a group of DRs where they were, you know, being a little bit more amenable to his eviction. I mean, they weren't weren't even trying to get his jury vote? Well, no, I, I mean, I like, I think what, what I'm saying is that, like, the only interesting thing, the only remotely yeah. interesting thing in the goodbye messages were the ones that were going in on him. Yes. And anything else, like, nobody's saying, nobody's giving, like, an emotional goodbye message to Cam. Right. Like, no, Bowie's was probably, no. this is why you're gone. You shouldn't have done this. Jag and Matt are probably, like, this is why you made your, this is why the mistake that you made that we had to do this. America's probably like going in on him. Corey probably made some dig about daddy. Um, and, uh, and anything else. That sounds is, great. It does sound great, Rob. There's so much great content that they've had for months now in this house that they haven't used on cam. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but anything else, like nobody's like, cam, you're the greatest guy. Like yeah. the rest of it's just like cam, you know, you're gone. Uh, sorry. Hope you vote for me. Like, you know, it was, mm -hmm. was so nothing unless they were willing to go in on him that they were just like, let's just do nothing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So well, let's see if they do goodbye messages uh, back next week uh, when we have another eviction uh, or if they're going to just like uh, get rid of them for the jurors uh, moving forward. Okay. All right. A anything else from tonight's episode? Um, I have to say, when Julie came back to address the house guests and she started the sentence off with, you ate, I really thought she was going to be like, you ate Cameron up enough, no crumbs, like Julie going off script. So did America. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Can I ask one other uh, question? Did Julie say that there was going to be an extended interview with Cam or that was it? Because usually it's like, even I think Red, she was like, stay tuned for my extended interview on, on the CBS Instagram. I don't, I don't think that she, I, I can't remember actually. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I, start, yeah. I stopped paying attention like yeah, towards the out. last five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, there was one other segment of note from the show. Uh, Matt uh, was, uh, t uh, you know, very upset about uh, what it's like to be in the house and have all of the whispering going oh, on yes, and nobody yes, 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 is yes. Uh, doing it on purpose to try to upset uh, Matt, but it is getting to him. Did, now, was this, Taryn, uh, stuff that all happened this week, or is this just like over the course of the season uh, that Matt has been feeling this way? More over the course of the season, most of what they showed was from like a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago at this point. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, this, these are conversations he's been having throughout the season. Um, and they, I think, just, you know, put it in here uh, at this point. 
you know, uh, probably because, you know, with Cam leaving, they're continuing to shift the sort of like uh, main character toward some other people. Like Jag got a bit of an edit. Um, we're seeing more from Matt now. Uh, we're hearing a lot more from Suri again. They're like, they're having to shift their, yeah. their focus. Yeah. I will, I will say about this segment, like, and I'm just being com- completely honest and totally bare right now. When he first started, and this is coming from someone who watches feeds and the the edit. When he when I saw this tonight, my first like knee-jerk reaction was to be like, oh my God, Matt, get over it. And then when he broke down about all of it, I was like, oh shit. Okay. I am literally taking being able to just hear anything for granted. Like I just I don't think about it. People, someone says something to me, I hear it, I absorb it, I compute it. It is what it is. But for him, he literally cannot. There's a whole extra barrier for him to like hear that, receive information, process it. Like it's it's slower for him. And so like I literally had to humble myself tonight and be like, okay, yeah, there are people out there that don't experience the world in the same way that I do. I should be more mindful of that. So like, yeah, this was, that's why I love this show because it definitely like changed a little bit in me. And as as someone who feels like they are, you know, generally well accepting or, you know, just mindful about other people's experiences, still in all of that, my knee-jerk reaction was to be like, is it that bad, Matt? Well, yeah, no, it might actually be that bad. Like whispering might actually piss him off. So Mm -hmm. it was definitely um, something that, I don't even think it's being pissed off. It's like feeling that you're not being included and then you can't do anything to feel accepted and feel included. I've been places where I didn't speak the language and nobody cared that I didn't speak the language, just did their own thing. And I'm like, okay, I guess I don't matter at all. Like, okay, great. And so I think it's Mm -hmm. having that something that you're going through consistently all the time. um, It's definitely really hurtful, especially in your regular life. People know how much it really affects you being in this house. They just don't don't know that that you're so super sensitive about this for good reason. And so I felt really bad for him, but I was, I thought that Felicia handled it really well and made him feel, uh, you know, empowered. The analogy she came up with was like very rounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's again, the, the importance of, of representation um, on uh, in anything um, and like that like this is just the tip of the iceberg right like this is just like the right. the barrier to entry when it comes to uh, even coming close to understanding what Matt might experience in a house like this might, what he might experience every day of his life um, and so the more people you have on to represent uh, various uh, backgrounds abilities and, and all kinds of other things um, that like the more that you will learn about them and their culture and, uh, and, and, and all of it and have more empathy for them. And so, uh, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, preaching to the choir here, but like, this is, this is why it's important for exactly what Amon was just saying, because, uh, very rarely in life will you ever have the opportunity to move on from an initial reaction. That's just like, all right, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Because you're not getting to see him talk privately to a camera. You're not getting to see him have private conversations with his friends about it. Like you're just seeing it from this outside perspective. And this is an opportunity for you to see uh, people from a, with, with more of a, a, a tighter lens on, on who they are. Yeah. And I thought it gave some context to what happened on uh, last Thursday's episode where he was getting very upset with Corey when Corey was talking to Felicia and he felt like that he was uh, like Corey was like covering his mouth while he was talking. And uh, I think that that's like um, where we're not sure like if uh, Corey was actually like trying to throw Matt off. But, you know, Matt is like very sensitive to people trying to like obfuscate like what they're saying to keep things from him. And I thought it was also great that uh, we got to see like the relationship between him and Jag and how Jag is like the one guy who is like, you know, coming and making and like, really attuned, that, yeah. yeah, and is really like trying to help him out. And, you know, that's really important for Matt. I think that was the role that Riley had early on in the exactly, game. Yeah. And that was like that. It was an important relationship for him. And like, I, when I see stuff like that, I wonder like, will Matt really actually turn on Jag at some point? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I had the same question though when yeah. I saw that, he- that little moment. Together. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. he really is feeling like he- he's taken care of by Jag, and Jag is somebody that is making sure that he feels included and and understand what's going on. Like, I don't know if he'll stab him in the back, but you think you think yeah. he will, Darren? I mean, worth noting that uh, I mean that diorum. I guess that diorum could have been more recent, but like. Mm-hmm. That conversation was was like a month oh, ago, you. and you know he's yeah. he's done plenty against Jag within mm-hmm. that month. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that too. I think it just comes back to like two things can be true at the same time. Like, yes, Jag can be that person that might be a little bit more sensitive to like what Matt needs in the game to feel like he can communicate effectively. But he and can it's also still seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. You need to go home. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so like uh, that's what makes yeah. it so juicy and crunchy. <laughs> um, we should also just mention Sari. Sari uh, is rising. I think once again, uh, we had like some great moments uh, with like vintage Sari talking about how okay, we're gonna be getting okay. We've got Americori on one side. We've got Jag and Matt. It's gonna be good if these uh, two sides are going up. Against against each other and nobody's going to be worried about uh little old Sari. She's going to sneak her way to the end once again. Yeah, she says this. Y'all go ahead and go after each other while Sari just sneaks her way to the end like she always does. Like Where's the lie? Where's does. the lie? I love it. I love yeah. it. So, I love the awareness. I love like that she knows where her social positioning is. I love that because like, I feel like in a game like Survivor, it's like a lot more abundant. Like for people like, will talk about like where they are in the game. Whereas with the edit in Big Brother, it's so like sanitized a lot of the time that like people don't, we don't often get to see like their real thoughts. Um, but for Suri in this particular season, it's like, oh no, she knows. She, she's been around the block. She yeah. knows what she's doing. She knows where she is. And I love to like see how she manages that. It's 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 great. It's great. Okay, this is Sari's time to shine. Let's see where we go from here. All right, don't doubt Sari. Like I don't know why anybody has. She knows what she's doing. Tell and that I love to that Shannon every week. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she's like she like you can tell she's having a little bit of fun again. Um, which is also very nice. Well, I think that maybe like we're over the hump where it's like, okay, it's less than a month. The light is at the end of the tunnel. She can kind of like smell the money a little bit. So I think that maybe- Jared's gone. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) She's over the initial sting of Jared being gone. And so maybe uh, we're going to see like a a real like exciting home stretch here for Suri. All right. Uh, Anything else before we jump into a couple of questions tonight? Okay, uh, let's do it. Uh, This is from Jalen, who says, is this one of the only times a house guest is evicted and no one is sad at all? This is one of the (laughs) happiest post-evictions I've ever seen. There's got to be some other time. That was like, that was, the energy was very like party-like. Like they were all having fun. They were doing the exquisite thing. It's because they were all so happy to have him leave. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I think there are definitely still, there's still a contingent of people that are like, oh no, I hate to see Cameron go. He was such an agent of chaos. So like, oh, like the mm-hmm. audience. I thought the you were in the house. I was like, who? <laughs> um, oh, no, in the house? No. <laughs> I, no, not at all. But like in terms of like the audience, I think there's still definitely a few people that are like, damn it. <laughs> okay. Um, how about, uh, this is one from Ryan H. Any BB comic predictions? Uh, what What do we know that we will see? Any sure bets for a BB comic? Yeah, Felicia and Mike Pack massacre or something. I don't know how. No, she'll probably that. be like like the Wrinkle Monster, and no, then stop. like <laughs> Corey will be the Cormerica banker, and um, <laughs> Jag will be the uh, chicken. The, the no Terminator. The Orgotti. Oh, Terminator. Um, <laughs> you don't think they'll give him the chicken? Oh. I feel like I feel like Felicia will have something to do with food. Yeah, something to do with the yeah. Like Matt, Matt will be like the, the buddy seasoning. gamer. Sister yeah, season. Matt, Sister Matt will season. be like the blonde okay. surfer, bro. Like, like let's not get our hopes up here. Yeah, maybe he'll be like flat Matt, where he'll be like a <laughs> cardboard, like, like like Josh Dumet, like he could fly through like the like like envelope drop. Flat Matt is good. <laughs> Flat Write that one down. Flat Matt. <laughs> <laughs> what would what America be? I don't know what 
Jag would be. What the f- what the hell? America's probably be? just gonna be like a cheerleader, like uh, all American cheerleader, like uh, yeah. Know, like, she'll be like America. She'll be like waving like a big flag, like <laughs> and Bowie. Maybe something about something her. To, something to do with Australia. Superhero. Mm-hmm. Doing DJ. Down thing. Under. Yeah, the DJ, Down Under like, Diva. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Down Under DJ. Something Cratcher. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can't wait for that. <laughs> and up. they won't have spent more time than we just did coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, could we talk through the double veto and how that could work? Is it going to be like the first the uh, the first two finishers? Is it two competitions? I really Maybe feel like it's just a else. double veto. I feel like it's just both of the nominees can come off the block, mm-hmm. which we oh. have seen before, right? Yeah. Well, you know, going back to the BB fourteen idea, you know, uh, we had like the veto that was in the claw machine, and then there was a regular veto. Like, could we see a veto uh, get distributed in a uh, non traditional way? It's possible. I mean, given that we're having an extra long episode, she also said like a veto competition that will have the players seeing double, which implies that it's all in one competition. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe they run it twice. Maybe they win one veto that can be used on two people. Um, Or it's the same competition happening simultaneously. Like it's... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then the anonymous HOH will be making like uh, maybe changing the nominations twice. Well, they'll have to either renom one or two people depending mm-hmm. on how it's used, probably. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well. Let's see. Um, <laughs> Watch the veto competition be a slip and slide, and the top two <laughs> finishers yeah. both get vetoes. Uh, <laughs> is there anybody that can best utilize the power of invincibility? Or multiplicity? I mean, Suri. Mm-hmm. Suri's the only person who I think could have it, wow. use it, keep it anonymous, and like actually do something good with it and blame someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And then at the end of this week, who is Blue most closely aligned with? Is it still Matt and Jag? Mm. I'd say she's leaning more Suri at this point. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's before the power changes uh, because everyone reassesses when the power changes. And so if she feels like Matt or Jag won the HOH, then guess whose team she's on, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else from the multiverse tonight? <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about what we have coming up because uh, we are just a couple of weeks away now from... Our big event and Taryn, look, look at us. We're going, we have to go back to the West Coast for our first RHAP live show on the West Coast since 2020, as we will have our two night events. Uh, We'll be seeing double as uh, we do a live, two live shows at the Brea Improv on November 1st and November 2nd. Uh, we will have our Survivor Show, Jam Pack Survivor Show coming up on Wednesday, November 1st. And then we're going to have a great Big Brother Show on Tuesday, November, I'm sorry, Thursday, November 2nd. Uh, you can get tickets still at robhasawebsite.com slash events. There are discounts for patrons and also a discount for both nights if you want to get a package to join us for our live show coming up here in just a couple of weeks. It's at robinswebsite.com slash events. If you're in the area and you don't have tickets already, shame on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I heard job. there's a costume element to this. So mm-hmm. are, are both you going to be dressing up as um, well? I don't know. So we announced last night or on Tuesday night that we're going to have a costume contest. We have a package that we're putting together of uh, some goodies for the best survivor contest on Wednesday night. And then the best big brother costume on Thursday night. We'll have uh, the audience vote. We'll bring people up on the stage uh, and uh, see uh, what costume it's Halloween week. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Okay, uh, that's coming up here in uh, just a couple of weeks. Then uh, we got, uh, oh, Tara, we checked in with Izzy on Wednesday. We did, yes. Very fun to talk to Izzy. Uh, she's been following along, yes. so she still had plenty of opinions. It was, uh, it was a great time. Now, we asked Izzy to leave a goodbye message for Cam, <laughs> and you could check that out uh, at the end of our conversation up uh, with Izzy. That's up as a podcast and up on our YouTube channel. Okay, uh, then, of course, uh, then uh, this weekend, we'll be checking in with uh, the big brother of Corey Wurtenberger. It's Zach Wurtenberger is going to be uh, back to talk with us about what the Zingbot had to say about his little brother and everything going into the home stretch of Big Brother with our friend Zach Wurtenberger. That's going to be live 2 p.m., on Saturday. Uh, then earlier today, we are in full survivor mode. Uh, survivor 45 has been outstanding. If anybody has been waiting to jump in and start it, it's been really, really strong so far to start off the new season. Stephen Fishback and I got together on Thursday for our Thursday survivor know-it-alls. So check out what Stephen and I had to say about this episode. Plus, James Jones was on the post-game show last night. That was really, really fun. I had an exit interview as well with the latest person uh, voted off of Survivor. So that's all up on robisawebsite.com. Then also on Wednesday nights, 90 Minute Amazing Races are happening. Uh, very fun episode uh, this week as the teams got into Vietnam. And so Mike and Jess and I got into everything from the Amazing Race sets up as well. Now, over on Netflix, nothing but Netflix, uh, we covered The Devil's Plan uh, a couple of weeks ago. It is uh, the uh, from the producers of The Genius, and now Chappelle and Scally are continuing on with coverage of The Devil's Plan. I know people are so into it. Uh, it's a really, really fun strategic show, Taryn. When Big Brother is over, you're going to love it. Uh, I've, I've seen the first two episodes. It's incredible. Incredible? Yeah. I'm so yeah, excited. Really, really well done. They spent a lot of money on this. So if you want to follow along with the devil's plan, uh, Scally and Chappelle are going through it here for some bonus. Nothing but Netflix coming up here on our HAP. And there I say it's exquisite. Exquisite. Ooh. Yes. I mean, uh, I love the genius. So if it's even better than that, that's like really fun. Yes. It, I mean, it, it is almost identical to the genius. Uh, okay. So, well, then great. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then check out everything we got going on over on Patreon earlier tonight. I did the Survivor Q&A for episode three. Tomorrow, Taryn and I will get together for the Big Brother Q&A. Uh, we'll be live at 2 p.m. Eastern for that. Not to mention the slop, everything in our patron podcast feed, access to the international reality TV shows like The Traders and much more. That's at robinswebsite.com slash patron. Then make sure you go to robinswebsite.com slash subscribe for the links to all of our podcast feeds. And then tomorrow morning, Taryn may or may not know who the HOH is, but if there's anything to know, Taryn will tell you. I'll tell you what we do know and what we don't know. Yep. So join Taryn and Puya. Knowing oh, and not knowing. Yeah, 11 a. It's Schrodinger's HOH tomorrow morning on the live <laughs> feed update, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Okay. Chantel, what's coming up for you? Oh, you can hang out with me on Instagram or uh, well, at Shan Friend Fran. Um, I never say my uh, Twitter or my ex because it's at Shan underscore 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 friends. So it's also really annoying, but you can also find me on Reality Realness with three S's on YouTube. So there okay. we go. All right, Chantel. Well, I appreciate it. you're like Cam of like, okay, <laughs> Chantel, where did you go wrong with your social media? It's like, oh, it's my own fault. I made too I many know, underscores too in my name. But don't beat yourself yeah. up, okay? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Well, Chantel, uh, great job tonight. Thanks. I'm okay. going to see you guys in, in Brea as well. Oh, my. Oh, oh we, we are blessed. Yes. Listen, if Chantel's there, it's a party. So uh, you guys <laughs> and I'll, be, I'll be bringing costumes for sure. So, OK. All right. That's exciting. All right. Amon, what about for you? Uh, you can follow me everywhere at Amon Adwin. I will also be seeing all of you guys in Brea. So prepare to lose costume contest on <laughs> okay oh my god is there gonna be a, a, a podcaster battle 
Battle Royale. It might be a special division. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. All right. Um, all right, Amon, great job here tonight. And then Taryn, what's coming up for you? Uh, come hang out with me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Watching these episodes live with all of you. Uh, we're having a lot of fun watching Survivor as well on Wednesdays. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram posting myself climbing things. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, Twitter yeah. updates. How, how are you holding up in the Survivor draft, Taryn? I'm I'm still good. I so haven't far, lost so good. one three yet. For three? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good work. All right. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us here tonight. Uh, we'll be back with more uh, Big Brother and everything we've got going on at robinswebsite.com slash subscribe. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.